detained without trial, dressed in orange, ask questions they don't know the answers to. How would you like to work in home base? <laughs> Words are powerful things. Sometimes a single letter H can attract helicopters. <laughs> Has to be a big one. Hours I spent watching that hot tap. <laughs> So here I am, Milton Jones, the world's greatest living architect, with my sister and personal assistant, Susan, and my chief engineer, Anton. So stand by for the best designed and constructed adventure ever, as I give you another case of Milton Jones! I'm with Susan, flying my own personal helicopter to my latest project, a presidential palace in Bolivia. Right, we've got a hectic schedule. We'll be in Bolivia for an hour to lay the foundation stone, then lunch in Rio and dinner in Buenos Aires. Lucky you got those helicopter lessons. Lessons? <laughs> to fly this thing! Yeah, a bit of a mix-up with the evening classes. Uh, but on the plus side, I've now got a Pilates license. <laughs> Would you like to do some stretching? I'd like to do some screaming! Mayday! Mayday! Susan! Pilates is all about peace and inner strength. <laughs> all that Mayday stuff just sounds like a cry for help. Now the fuel lights come on! Brilliant! I thought the bulb had gone. We're losing height! Milton, I can't quite stretch far enough to reach the parachutes! Bet you'd wish you'd come to my Pilates class now. <laughs> Ah. What? Did you ever do that book at school about heaven and hell by the bloke with the same name as me? Milton's Paradise Lost? No, the other one. Milton's Parachutes Lost. <laughs> Fortunately, I was able to cling on to Susan's parachute, and we began to fall to earth. Thank goodness you two are safe. Oh, Anton, I thought I'd never see you again. Well, you've landed in just the right place. El Presidente will be here to inspect the foundations in two minutes. Good. Are the band here and the red carpet? Hang on. I thought I ordered for the whole site to be covered with yellow rose petals. It was, until you arrived by helicopter. <laughs> and the thousand white doves released into the air? Again, helicopter. <laughs> right. Welcome to Bolivia. Milton Jones, famous builder. El Presidente, Milton is no mere builder. He is an architect. Yeah, sorry I'm late. Just had to check on a couple of other jobs. <laughs> Humblest apologies. You are architect, not builder. If there is anything I can do... Yeah, a cup of tea would be nice. Nine sugars, please. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Milton has a very sweet tooth. And he has just been in a helicopter accident. That reminds me, I must get the black box out of the wreckage. Yeah, I hadn't finished those chocolates. <laughs> I'm sorry, El Presidente. Estoy haciendo todo lo posible, pero usted tiene que entender que este señor es un genio. Oh, Anton, how clever. Let me have a go. Buenos días, el presidente. ¿Cómo es usted? This is my sister, Susan. Nelson, in Spanish. Sorry, uh, this is my sister, Susan. <laughs> Buenos días, Susan. El presidente, the plans for your sensational palace will be arriving on your desk. You mean desk? No. <laughs> the president has seemed confused, but presumably he was still only learning the job, hence the L in front of his name. 
So, how did I, Milton Jones, become the world's leading architect? Well, my dad was an architect. One day, he drew up plans to extend the family. He applied to the local authority, or my mum, as we called her. <laughs> and I was born some nine months later. Apparently, from an early age, everyone could tell I was going to go into the family profession. I applied to do architecture at several top universities, but ended up just doing a damp course in Aberdeen. <laughs> but it was always my ambition to study in Europe, so I enrolled at the Sorbonne University in Paris, where I first met Anton. He kindly put a note under my door suggesting we meet up the next day. Got it! Ah, there you are. You must be Milton. Hello. I thought we arranged to meet in the boulangerie. Ah, not playing boule in our lingerie. <laughs> no. Never mind, let's get you in and out of the snow. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Bolivia, we were desperate to finish the plans for the Presidente's palace, working round the clock. It was a small office, so I removed the clock, and then we all had a lot more room. Well, how's it going? At last. My masterpiece is finished. Milton, it's fantastic. It's a stunning model. Model? Milton, you haven't spent the entire budget on the model, have you? Maybe. Look, El Presidente will be here any minute. We can't tell him we've spent millions of pounds on a model. Listen, Lego's expensive. <laughs> oh, no, he's here. Jones! Where is my palace? Now, El Presidente, why don't you just put that chisel down? You have tricked me! Uh, just step this way, uh, through here. I cleverly led him into a patch of quick-drying cement. It got us out of immediate danger, but I was a little afraid I'd just set a dangerous precedent. <laughs> I was always an innovator. Over lunch one day, I gave Norman Foster the idea for the London gherkin, although he ignored my plans for the Birmingham onion ring. And then there was that commission in the Far East. Mr. Jones, this is a truly inspiring building. The imposing sheer facade, the buff light brown colour, the large triangular flap and the little portrait of the Queen in the corner. How did you come up with such a brilliant design? Oh, I just did it on the back of an envelope. <laughs> what? just came to me one day, uh, about 11 o'clock. But I, I have sponsors. What am I going to tell them? Tell them it's postmodern. <laughs> Stock of the Philippines! Good location for an envelope, though. Manila. Listen, I want a new design for a new building as soon as possible. It'll be with you in a jiffy. <laughs> but my jiffy design turned out to be a huge success. Then my dream came true. I designed the new milk tray building. You had to get through the first level before you were allowed into the basement. <laughs> and there was a floor plan on the underside of the roof. I love chocolate. I used to run an exclusive newsagent where I sold chocolate to pop stars. Okay, okay, uh, one at a time, right. What do you want, uh, George Michael? Whisper. <laughs> a whisper, there you go. Uh, Chuck Berry? A rollo! <laughs> a rollo. Marvin Gaye? What? <laughs> now you want the greengrocers next door, mate. Bono? Typical. Yes, Ian Jury, what is it? Yes. And the vineyards of Go on. Eskimo. There's litter everywhere, isn't there? <laughs> Too late, George Michael's already fallen over. Careless whisper. 
Sorry. Good. Okay, uh, now, to be honest, some of this stock is a little past its sell-by date. For instance, uh, this box of chocolates... Yeah, all right, Costello, no need to be sarcastic. It's not right, but it's okay. Thank you, Whitney. Quite right, you don't want any litter blowing in off the street. OK, but what chocolate do you want? So, Anton, Susan and I flew back to London in time for the unveiling of our new headquarters, which I designed in the shape of a giant head. Uh, Milton, are you sure this office is entirely practical? Yes, I mean, where do we all sit? Well, as the master creator, I should sit on the right-hand side of the brain, and Anton on the left. What about me? Uh, you're getting up my nose. <laughs> I don't want to sit in the nose. Well, there's an office in each nostril, uh, but you can only pick one. Because I want you to be happy. <laughs> Is this the sort of pretentious nonsense you learnt at the Sorbonne? No, I learnt a lot of useful things on the left bank. Name one. Not to confuse it with the West Bank. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's a lot easier to paint someone's portrait if they're wearing a balaclava. <laughs> My days at the Sorbonne were full of romance, because that is where I met Marie. Marie was everything I'd ever dreamed of. Tall, dark, a giant grain of rice, an airport made of corduroy. <laughs> OK, not everything I'd ever dreamed of. <laughs> Eventually, I plucked up the courage to ask her out, and we had a wonderful day at Versailles. We ended up sitting in a park, sharing our hopes and aspirations. Oh, Milton, you are so imaginative. Tell me more of your plans. Well, next, I'd like to build... This. It's a giant wheel down by the Thames, dedicated to Mary Poppins. Oh, what will you call it? The London um little um <laughs> Also designed my own mausoleum. Oh, Milton, that's so morbid. You're right. Perhaps I shouldn't bury myself in my work. <laughs> we strolled out through the French windows, or as they call them in France, windows. <laughs> I remember thinking it was as if I was walking on air. I was. We were four floors up. <laughs> we were rushed to A&E, or as they say in France, A et e. <laughs> which is also the universal noise for when you're having your stitches taken out. <laughs> but back in London, for some reason, things weren't going our way. As I say, I can only apologise. Yes, I'm so... Hello? Hmm. Good news. No, that was the toy shop you designed. It's completely unstable. I don't care. They're calling it the Early Leaning Centre. <laughs> and before that, I had the foreman from the Saudi project on the other line complaining that prayer times are going to be impossible. But it's the world's first revolving mosque. It's just not helpful, Milton. Milton, perhaps you need to do a little more networking. Have you heard of the phrase Masonic Lodge? Masonic Handshake? Masonic the Hedgehog? Different thing. <laughs> It's more of a brotherhood. Ah, Super Mario. Well, we meet up in a special building known as a lodge, and once you're a member, wherever you go throughout the world, you'll find comfort and a warm welcome. Not a travel lodge, then. Just meet me down on the embankment at midnight. I arrived at midnight, wearing an apron, a bowler hat, and carrying a live frog. I see you got my message about the special clothes. No. I think we might just go home. 
Back at head office, Susan was trying to get me to think about things. Milton, can I have a word in your ear? Certainly, I'll just check if the room's free. In we go. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, the floor's just been waxed. This is exactly what I mean. This whole head office thing is ridiculously extravagant. We've just blown millions of the Bolivian president's money. And why did you decide to dig a tunnel from that car park to the supermarket? Anton told you to keep within the financial constraints. Oh, I thought he said we had to come in under budgeons. <laughs> We need a proper, sensible plan to recoup some of these losses. Very well. To the casino. You are not going to the casino. Want to bet? <laughs> so we arrived at the exclusive Lucky Star Casino. I had a quick bite to eat. The burger was cheap, but the chips were exorbitant and almost completely inedible. <laughs> Place your bets. Roulette, the spin of the wheel, the click of the ball, it's intoxicating. Yes, but you must study the odds. It's all too easy to be impulsive with your betting. Two million on red! <laughs> no more bets, please. Ah. Sixteen red. Yes! Oh, well done, Milton. I always had faith in you. Excellent. Now the thing to do is not squander it on... The drinks are on me! <laughs> Who wants to finish my chips? <laughs> While Susan and Anton went off for a bite to eat, I went into the foyer, where I won several cars, their owners presenting me with the keys as they entered the building. Well, thank goodness we rescued enough chips to pay for dinner. Yes. Another hula hoop? Anton, I know Milton and you studied together, so why have you never wanted to be an architect in your own right? Well, Susan, it's not easy for me to talk about. But I was building a hotel in the Midlands. We were running out of steel lintels. The thing is... I was playing a lot of Jenga in my spare time. I had a few drinks one night and took out a few of the main supports. Every night, I'd go back and take out another one. I'm sorry. It collapsed? No. But whatever you do, don't stay at the plaza in Telford. Oh, Anton, you poor thing. Hey, stay out! Hello. Milton, where have you been? Sorry, a bit of a misunderstanding in the gents' cloakroom back there. I thought you were going to go and shoot some craps. Oh, no. <laughs> Can we go now? The next morning, back at the office, I was working on plans for a psychiatric hospital in Brazil in the shape of a giant nut. <laughs> I really wanted to keep the presidential palace contract. I said we had to walk on eggshells. The president wanted parquet flooring, but I said it had to be eggshells. <laughs> Milton, we've lost the Bolivian contract. Oh, I'm sure nothing's set in stone. Apart from the president. <laughs> ah. And I'm afraid they've given the contract to... No! Marie de Chassillon. Oh, Milton, I'm so sorry. I'm aware this is painful for you, Milton. I know how close you were. Marie and I had been seeing each other for a while. And then suddenly, out of the blue, I received a dear Jean letter. Dear Milton, this is not an easy letter to write. I broke both my arms when we fell out of the window. <laughs> but the time has come for us to go our separate ways. I was devastated. The last straw came when you arranged for us to go swimming in a private pool, forgot about me and left, locking the door behind you. I am still here. Hence <laughs> the echo. I had to rush to her side and tell her how I felt. Marie! I'm all wet! I'm not speaking to you! Okay. Whose voice was that then? What? 
There it is again. Milton, your behavior recently has become unacceptable. That's not true. Then why did you fill my ornamental pond with jelly powder and walk across it? Come on. Everyone goes through a wobbly patch. <laughs> I'm going to give you one last chance, Milton Jones. I'm going to close my eyes and count backwards from ten. When I finish, let's start all over again. This, no, wheat. Ah! What's wrong? I have a wheat allergy. Hearing Marie had taken the Bolivia project was more than I could take. I went up onto the roof of the office. But at that moment, the building began to break up. The roof of the mouth gave way and I fell, landing on the soft furry tongue area I designed in the lobby. In a very real sense, I'd been the architect of my own downfall. Oh, Milton, the office is in ruins. Everything's smashed to bits. The ears, the nose, the lips. I just need time. Time to get my head together. Unfortunately, there's no time to lose. The Prime Minister wants to see you. If this is about the Sydenham Opera House... No. He wants to send a British architect over to France to bid for a channel crossing. Well, I love building bridges. Absolutely. You built the fourth bridge. That's right. It wasn't your fault the other three fell down. I flew all over the world to be inspired by the world's great bridges. San Francisco, Brooklyn, Jeff... Could you get out of my house, please? Sorry, Jeff. Eventually, we arrived in Paris to present the British pitch for the bridge. The evening began with drinks to be followed by a lavish state banquet. Ah, uh, you must be the British contingent. May I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Ambassador. And you must be Milton Jones. Enchanté. Never mind that, Ambassador. Where's the Ferrero Rocher? <laughs> remember the Entente Courtier. I don't want squash. Just chocolates. Shall we go through? Mesdames et messieurs. It is now time to hear the presentations from the delegates. Milton, maybe you should let me say a few... Leave it with me. <clears throat> uh, we're really looking forward to the challenge of working here in Paris with all you parasites. Milton! <laughs> People from Paris are called Parisians. I know. <laughs> Perhaps you should start talking about some of their great heroes. I admire the great Frenchman of history, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Louis Pasteur, Charles de Gaulle Airport. <laughs> we should drop national stereotypes and all act as grown-ups. Though it's amazing to think that every single Frenchman started off as a tadpole. The banquet to bring the two sides together ended in a food fight. We threw bangers and mash, they threw a horse. <laughs> the next morning we had a post-mortem on the night before. We identified the horse. And then went out for breakfast. Milton, I think we need to concentrate on repairing the damage from last night. Well, I've had a word with the ambassador, and apparently Monsieur le Président is playing tennis this afternoon. Maybe you could pitch to him there. Oh, Anton, how clever. Milton, have you got the plans with you? They're just here. Right. I see. Exactly how big are these plans, Milton? <laughs> Colin, back her up. Here's the rest of it. What scale is this? Scale? <laughs> so, here I am at the British Embassy Tennis Tournament with Monsieur le Président. <sighs> and that, Monsieur le Président, is how we play tennis in England. Oh, uh, I see. Although, strictly speaking, that version is called swing ball. 
<laughs> yes. Can I at least join in? Yes. And maybe Anton and I should leave you and Milton to talk business? Milton, just go along with whatever he says. See you later. Well done, Milton. You got the contract. As I must admit, that went better than expected. I think you've opened enough champagne bottles for now, Milton. <laughs> oh. So, Milton, how did you talk him round? I don't know. I just said he'd better be ready for a couple of huge backhanders. Hmm. That does <laughs> rather sound like an attempt at bribery. No, he just said he could see what my game was and admired my racket. Ah. <laughs> we were back in business. Deep in my soul, I felt a direct link to others in my family who'd been involved in the building trade. They say that in the Middle Ages, there was even a Jones at the Siege of Constantinople. Sir Milton, this is the fifth year of the Siege of Constantinople. We don't seem to be making much progress. You said the siege works would take only three months. Well, I've had trouble with my supplies, haven't I? <laughs> took me two years to get back to England to get that wooden device to lock prisoners in. And even when I got to B&Q, they were out of stocks. <laughs> There are plenty of goth and Slav builders out here looking for work. They do a good job, too. The other day I had one of them knock up a lovely little device to hang people on. Phew. They come here, take our gibbets. <laughs> and I also think we've had a lot of stuff go missing. Yeah, you're telling me. The other day I saw with my own eyes the leader of the Turks come down off the battlements and nick my kebab. Saladin. Yeah, chilli sauce, too. <laughs> Don't you understand? Jerusalem lies in ruins. Do you not care for the holy city? Well, I saw it once, but I think I prefer casualty. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest with you. Things have been a bit difficult, but it's not easy being away from your wife and family for years on end, you know. I understand. How do you take it? White with three sugars, thanks. <laughs> and so, before the construction of the bridge could begin, we had a number of design meetings. Right, Anton. Uh, well, I've decided on the construction material... It's a light, brightly coloured, thermosoftening composite with a symmetrical, multifaceted contour pattern. It's Lego, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> Anton tried to persuade me out of using Lego, but I refused until he pointed out that small children might come in the night and remake the bridge into a space station or a speedboat. <laughs> and so the biggest construction project the south of England had ever seen began. And after months of hard work, we finally managed to finish my porter cabin. <laughs> and the bridge could begin. The plan was to start building on the English side until eventually we arrived on the other side at the twin town of Porto Caban. <laughs> Hang on. What's that in the distance? Someone else is building a bridge towards us. It's Marie. Marie! It all looks a bit suspicious. Doesn't their bridge look just like ours? You must go to her, Milton. Come on, Milton. You must get across the gap. Yes, I can swim it. Or I can jump it. Or, or bridge it. Yeah, bridge it, Jones. <laughs> Brilliant, I could use it as a raft. Oi, come back, I'm still reading that! I arrived on Marie's bridge and confronted her angrily. Marie! Bonjour, Milton. How do you like my bridge? How did you get my plans? All right, Milton. Colin! How could you? What's it to you, mate? All right, back off, Colin. Oh, right off! I made it from that building fabric you wanted. How you say? The go? Oh, Lego. <laughs> ah, so that's what happened to Legoland. Where are we going to go for our works outing now? Milton, how about we build this bridge together? Never. I won't compromise. I simply won't. How about we meet halfway? Okay. <laughs> Just one more thing. You haven't got the sequel to Bridget Jones on you. No? Why? I need to get back. 
Soon the bridge was ready for the big opening ceremony with the President of France and the Queen of England. Ah, here is Monsieur le Président's limousine. He double-crossed me, and now I'm going to make him pay. Oi, this is a toll bridge. That'll be ten quid. Milton? Sorry, twenty euros. He won't pay. Very well. Raise the drawbridge. Drawbridge? Yes, did we not mention our bridge could do that? Look out, Monsieur le Président! Quick, Milton, put the drawbridge down. The Queen's coming from the other direction. Welcome, Your Majesty. Such an honour. Oh, Your Majesty, I don't know what to say. Ten quid. Milton, you can't charge the Queen ten pounds. All right, five as you're a pensioner. <laughs> but I'll need to see some kind of ID. Well, that's just a fiver. I need something with a face on it. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> Let me help you out of your car, ma'am. Nice to see you again. Thank you, Anton. Betty. <laughs> Now, as you can see, Your Majesty, the massive structure is held by thousands of gossamer-thin cables, and it's completely indestructible. Would you do us the honour of cutting this ribbon? I now declare this bridge... Milton! Milton, I think she may have cut the wrong ribbon. <laughs> At that moment, the high tensile cables broke and the Lego gave way. Marie and I were swept out to sea. We clung to each other in the swelling waters. Oh, Milton, I realise now that the bridge was just like the game. A game played with two partners who can never declare their hand. Darts? No, Milton, a bridge. And I'd like to make a new bid. A bid of two hearts and maybe a diamond. But no trumps. Guilty. There must be a way of putting this bridge back together. I have a tin of glue. Ah! What's wrong? I have a gluten allergy. <laughs> Help! I'm going under! Save me! Here, here, here. Hold on to this. Don't cry. What is it? I knew it would come in handy. Hang on. Maybe Anton's right. All this Lego could be put together to make a speedboat. <laughs> We made it as far as the beach and then managed to get some help getting the boat out of the water. There you go, Milton. Thanks, Colin. Oh, thank goodness you're safe. Yes, even though the bridge has fallen in, let's celebrate. Milton, now is not the time for swing ball. Sorry. That was another case of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Tom Goodman-Hill as Anton, and Debbie Chazen as Susan. It also starred Stephen Kinman and Lucy Montgomery. It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the producer was David Tyler. The programme was a positive production for the BBC. And make sure you listen next time when you can catch another case of Milton Jones.